You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. On this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, I'm going to talk about empowering your mind for success. If you watched our last couple of episodes, we had a special guest in, Don Ferguson, who left corporate America to start his own tequila company. Uh, It's a bit of an inspirational story. And we're going to be following up on that so that you can set yourself up for success. And as usual, I'm going to be giving the listeners a free hypnosis guide. Stay tuned. What is going on, people? It is David Wright. I am back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Thanks for joining me. We are here at the Podcast Detroit Northfield Studios. With me today is Jamie, which is kind of a... Yeah, awesome. Matt and Matt's probably out just having fun, doing something. Oh, good for him. Good for him. So yeah, Jamie is with me, and uh, we are going to be talking today about empowering your mind for success. But before we get into that, let me tell you where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. On there, you can find the page for the podcast with all of the episodes. You can also find my store with all kinds of MP3 products, uh, uh, ebooks, things things that can be useful for you. Um, so check that out. Um, you can find me on social media, Facebook and YouTube at Motor City Hypnotist. Also on Twitter and Instagram at Motor City Hypno. And also, if you would like to contribute financially to the show, you can find me on Patreon. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I know I've explained this in the past, but Patreon is a site for creators. And you can kind of uh, give donations and get cool stuff. Like uh, for those of you watching live, you can see this coffee mug. And t-shirts, yeah, it's fancy, yes. And again, minimal contributions, but it helps us to, uh, you know, keep the show going and, and give you the content that you enjoy. So check that out if you would be so inclined. And as usual, on every episode, I'm giving away my free hypnosis guide. That is an MP3 that I've written. MP3. I'm stuck on the, I'm stuck on the recordings. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Ebooks and a PDF. The PDF is the free hypnosis guide that I wrote that you can pick up absolutely free. And also, I, I know that the last few podcast episodes, I'm also giving away a free hypnosis for insomnia MP3 recording. And I will have that link in the show notes as well. So pick those up. I think that's something that, that may be able to be helpful to you, especially if you are having issues sleeping. Uh, that would be a great one to take a look at. Yes. Well, sure. I, I mean, and I, I always feel like, you know, we, we do a show, we're trying to help people, and I, I want to give them tools that they can enjoy. And, and the other thing it does for me, it, it helps me to connect with my audience. So, yeah, if you pick one of those up, um, and again, being totally uh, transparent, you'll have to put it in your email. But again, I don't give away emails. I don't share those with anybody that you won't be spammed, but it just helps me connect with you. And then you can get information from me regarding other things that may be helpful. So it's a win-win. This episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast is brought to you by Banner Season. Online marketing is saturated and people rarely open their emails. Are you in sales or does your business market to customers? How do you connect with family, friends, and clients? Banner Season takes your marketing into the real world by delivering kindness and thoughtfulness directly to your clients physically. 
Imagine the excitement of your family, friends, and customers as they receive personalized cards and gifts in their mailboxes. Go to bannerseason.com forward slash fantastic and begin today to express kindness and make connections with others. Again, that's bannerseason.com forward slash fantastic. And again, as a disclaimer, I, I'm an affiliate for that. It doesn't affect you as far as cost, but uh, just so you know, I do get a little bit from that um, since I'm promoting it. So um, yeah, take a look there. It's, it's a really a cool program. If you want to set up your whole year as far as birthdays and anniversaries and special dates, you can do that. And it's just done automatically for you, which for some of us uh, might, might not be on top of the organization thing. Could, could be very helpful for you. So yeah, check that out. So we are... We're going to talk about empowering your mind, but first, it is our winner of the week time. All righty. So, so this winner of the week comes from Roy, Utah. I guess Roy's the name. That's not a person. That's the name of the city. So I'll just I'll just read the, the story. According to NBC affiliate KSL. The 89-year-old delivery man for Papa John's Pizza took the 30 hours a week gig to make some extra money because his monthly bills cost more than his Social Security covered. So it's an 89-year-old guy not making enough on Social Security. He's working 30 hours a week delivering Papa John's Pizza. So, But one of his customers, Carlos Valdez, began recording... Newey's deliveries, uh, the, the guy's last name is Newey, the, the older gentleman. He started recording Newey's deliveries to his family's front door and sharing them on the social media platform TikTok. Known for saying, hello, are you looking for some pizza? When he delivers, Newey soon became a fan favorite to Valdez's 53,000 TikTok followers. Yeah. So he, he got a lot of publicity, apparently. It's insane. Everybody loves him, said Valdez, adding that many of his followers commented their frustration that Newey had to work still, being 89 years old, and having to deliver pizzas to make it. Somebody at that age should not be working that much. So the Valdez family got the idea to crowdsource funds from their followers to help out Newey. So collectively, as a TikTok community, we all came together and we were able to raise $12,000 for this amazing person, said Valdez. Along with KSL, the Valdezes made a surprise special delivery to Nui at his door. And Nui states, how do I ever say thank you? I don't know what to say, uh, said an emotional Nui, adding, I don't know what to say except thank you. This couldn't have gone any better, Valdez said. He needed this. I'm just glad we could help him. We just need to treat people with kindness and respect the way he does. That's the story. That's yeah, a cool thing. So this 89-year-old guy having to work because, again, his Social Security doesn't cover everything. And this customer just got his, got his people together, raised $12,000. Absolutely. That's awesome. So uh, for both Mr. Valdez and Mr. Newey, you are our winners of the week. Yes, it is. That is how winning is done. So I made reference in the intro to our last couple of podcasts. We had a special guest in, Don Ferguson, 
and I, and I'm going to recap his story just a little bit, which will lead into our our subject for today. And the subject is empower your mind for success. Um, so so we had Don Ferguson in. He he was a divisional vice president at a major corporation in the Detroit area, making six figures a year, by the way. Uh, and if you want to hear that interview, it's the last two podcasts before this one. We had a part one and a part two because we had him in for an hour. And since the show's a half hour, we wanted him for two episodes, of course. So he just told us the story about how he just was overwhelmed with corporate life and responsibilities and, and just feeling like that that his his potential was capped, let's say. He ended up quitting that that job and starting a tequila company, which has been going now for about three years. And, uh, and if you guys want to look that up, it's in the show notes from the past two episodes, but that's antealtequila.com. And I will put the link to his website in here as well. But what we did during that conversation is we were talking about people being stuck, people being stuck in a job that's just, that, that's just not enjoyable for them. And the reason people are stuck is because they're they're attached one to money, which I get. You have to make money to make you know to, to take care of yourself and your family and make your house payments and things like that. And along with that, you get usually with most jobs you get benefits of some type and medical insurance and and sometimes four hundred one k. And all of those things are, are great attractions for a job. But but if you hate what you do emotionally and mentally, it's just going to wear you down. I, I mean, it's just you know. It's, you're just not going to be able to, to, to keep that up indefinitely before it has it has its toll on you. It's going to have a toll on you. So what we're going to talk about today is following up on that 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 I guess I would call it a a, a change in mindset because Don had a change in mindset. He just decided I, I don't want to work for anybody anymore where I don't have security. I could be fired at any point, and I need to take control of my own destiny. And that's really what he did. And I did, and I encourage listeners, the last podcast episode, to write down five things that you're passionate about. So I'm going to follow up on that. Those of you who didn't listen last time, you can kind of follow along right now with that. Five things that you're really passionate about. And it could be something as simple, and, and we used these, comp, these examples last time. could be something as simple as, I don't know, scrapbooking or gardening, or it could be anything, anything like that that you're passionate about. And, and if you wrote those five things down, I want you to think now, what if you could change your life and do something that you're passionate about to make a living? Now, most people think, oh, there's no way I can do that. I mean, let, let's say let's say you love gardening. Your question would be, well, how am I going to make that? How am I going to make that a living? How can I make a living doing that? The great thing is, nowadays, we have the internet. And for those of you who don't know, on Facebook alone, a social platform, there are 2 billion unique monthly users on Facebook every month. 2 billion people. It's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. <laughs> so think about that. 2 billion people just on that platform alone. And I'm, I'm not even going into YouTube or LinkedIn or Instagram or Snapchat. I mean, there's so many of them out there. So think about it. If you could do something online, let's let's just do a hypothetical here. Your passion is gardening. What if you did something where you recorded videos that shows how to garden, that shows people specific things as far as gardening goes? And 
and I know the first reaction when I say that, you're be that the first most of the time, the reaction is, well, I can't do that. And that's that's the belief system that you have in your mind. Most people look at something that that they could do and, and there's there's they're held back by their beliefs. So what we're gonna start out with and, and follow up with is your belief system. Your beliefs impact your successes and failures, no, no, whichever way it goes, whether you're successful or you're not successful, it all comes from your beliefs. And sometimes it's difficult to look at yourself objectively and, and really take a, an honest inventory about what your beliefs are. Um, I'm going I'm, I'm gonna to give you an example on one of my, and I may have used this before, but I'm going to use it again because I love it. Um, I don't know, Jamie, if you know who Darren Brown is. He is a... He, he's a, he's a, I'm going to give it, he's a many things, but he's a hypnotist, a mentalist, a magician, and a motivational speaker. So he's got a couple specials on Netflix. One of these specials, it's called Miracle. So what he does is he interacts with audiences, and he, again, he uses some hypnosis, he uses a mentalism, he uses, um, I'm not going to say magician so much, but, but there is sleight of hand in some things. But one of, he, he, he gives this, this theory on a belief system, and I'm going to read it, and just, just bear with me on this, because it, this is the, the best summary I've heard on faulty belief systems. Don't tell yourself you're going to fail. That's just a story we tell ourselves. And this idea that our stories define us, in other words, it's really not events that affect us, but more our reactions to them. And then he goes on to say, this all goes back to a Roman philosopher called Epictetus. Epictetus said there are things in your life that you are in control of, and there are things in your life that you're not in control of. So if you stop trying to control or change the things that are not under your control anyway, you will of course remove any pointless frustration and anxiety from your life. So in a nutshell, he's saying, the things that you can't control, why focus on them? There's nothing you can do to change those anyway. And it just saves you so much stress and anxiety. Now he goes on to say, and this is where he kind of puts it into, into, a, into a really powerful thing. There are only two things that you are in control of, your own thoughts and your own actions. Everything else, what other people do, what they think, what they think of you, the way they behave, you can't control any of that. So if you just stop trying to fix it or change it, if you just decide anything on that side is fine and just let it go, you just feel better. You, you just feel happier. It's in, in fact, he says, you feel relief, like you've just put down a heavy case of bricks. So, so I'm going to run with that for a minute because our, our belief systems are built from when we were small children. And one of, one of the earliest beliefs that you have to change, and I'm, I'll use this as an example, Santa Claus. Kids believe in Santa Claus. Santa. Santa. Yes, you do. <laughs> so, so as a child, you believe in Santa Claus. You believe this guy in a red suit comes to your home, leaves presents, comes down the chimney, eats your cookies and drinks your milk, goes out in a sleigh with a bunch of reindeer and, and flies all over the world on Christmas Eve night. Now imagine... That is a belief that you had in your childhood. Now imagine if that belief didn't change. Imagine you, you took that belief into adulthood. <laughs> what, what, if, what, if, what if you went on believing that? 
So, so as an adult, if you believe in Santa Claus, think of, think of, think of the issues that would cause. Think, think of, of just the, the problems you would have just having that belief system. It, well, sure. Right. Yeah. So, so the, the point I want to emphasize on that is that that the story you tell yourself changed once you become became aware that there was no Santa Claus. As disappointing as that can be as a child, your belief system changed. You knew now that he wasn't going to come and give you presents. You knew not. You know now your parents are the ones who give you the presents. So, so let's let's widen that. What other beliefs that, that you, you have developed since childhood do you still hold on to? And I'm going to give you some examples of things that you might still do. And, and, and I want you to think honestly about these. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. It reminds me of the uh, SNL skit. Uh, oh, what, the, what was the guy's name? Yeah. Sm- yes, yes. Um, yeah, I know. And doggone it. <laughs> People like me. But listen to this list. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I cannot do what other people can do. I don't have the ability to be successful. Now think about those statements. You've, you've probably said these not out loud or not consciously. Your, your habits, mentally, emotionally, and physically, are stored in your subconscious mind. That's the whole point of our podcast is change your thinking, change your life. So these, these self-defeating thought patterns have been developed developed since childhood or adolescence and they cause you to be resistant to take risks or to be scared to do something out of your comfort zone or to make changes that are going to make yourself feel better. So all of these lies, these these false statements are based on what other people have told you or your experiences of failure, feelings of low self-esteem and other negative experiences in your life. And these destructive thoughts, the stories you tell yourself, again, many lasting into adulthood. And and therapy is based on changing thinking so that you can change feelings and behaviors. But if you had a poor childhood where maybe you had verbally abusive parents or you had, you know, siblings that you had conflicts with, or or maybe you had a bad experience as a child, Um, maybe you were embarrassed at school one time. And that really stuck with you. And now you're just scared to be with people because you're afraid that's going to happen again. So these are the stories that you keep cycling in your mind, in your subconscious mind, without even know, without even being aware of it. And that's the big thing. So I, I want, I, and this is, this is going to sound silly, but I want you to think about any time you sit down, you're sitting on a piece of furniture, whether it be a chair, a couch, your bed, whatever it is. Every time you do that, in, in deep within your mind, in your subconscious mind, something happens where you feel like it's safe to sit here. Now, if you, if, you, if you had any doubts that this chair would hold you up or that it might break if you sat down, you, you would probably stop yourself and review the situation. I mean, if you saw this rickety chair with a leg that was bent and kind of coming off, you're going to decide, ah, I don't know if I want to sit there. So these decisions decisions are made all the time throughout your day without you even knowing it. There are these snap decisions that you make that just one will keep you safe, but the other thing that it does is sometimes limit you from from expanding your your experiences. Because that snap decision that uh, I'm not good enough to do this or oh boy that 
If you're in sales, maybe you have a, a coworker that's just killing it. They're one of the best salespeople ever. And you think that, that, that subconscious trigger in your mind says, you know, I'm, I'm just not good enough to do that. I don't have the ability. And, and that's the self-defeating story that you continue to tell yourself over and over again. So what I want to do is that beliefs are developed over time and they're stored in your subconscious. So what I want to focus on right now is that you can change that belief system. And this is the whole process that we're going to start with as far as, as, far as the whole subject matter, the over, overlying umbrella of this is empower your mind for success. So what, what prevents some people from being successful and other people's are successful? Sometimes it, it could be experience. Let, let's, let's be honest, sometimes maybe they've had more experience doing what they're doing. Most of the time, it's just how they think. That's the big thing that's different. So I wanna challenge you right now is to start thinking about what, what are those negative thought patterns that you are stuck with? What, what are those, those stories, those negative stories that you tell yourself? And I go back to those statements. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I can't do what other people can do. I don't have the ability to be successful. And, and the more those things play over and over again, the, the harder it is to make change. And, and this is what I want to challenge you with today and, and this first episode of Empower Your Mind for Success is that you start you need to start to make changes. Because without change, you're doomed to continue the same behaviors and the same thought patterns and, and repeat that cycle over and over again, and it gets harder and harder to get out of. So let me talk about um, being an author of your own life. You choose what you do, you choose what you believe, again, whether you know it or not. So now you can rewrite that story. You can change it. You can change the outcome of it, how it plays out, how it makes you feel. And when you start to do that, you're developing habits in the positive rather than habits in the negative. So now I know that there are a lot of influences as far as the stories in your mind goes. Um, maybe troubles in your relationships, your job, your health, your weight, your appearance. All of that affects how you feel about yourself. And again, those stories play over and over again. So, so what I want you to do is I want you to pick one thing. One thing that you feel like, yeah, that's, that's probably... This is a negative story that I tell myself or a negative thought that I tell myself over and over again. And that's something that you want to focus on. So maybe, just as a couple of examples, maybe you think, um, oh, there's no way I can own my own business. I'm not that, I'm, I'm not a great business person. Or, you know, I, you know, I don't know if I can get a promotion. I don't know if I, I, I am smart enough to do that. But whatever it is, I want you to focus on that right now. And, and I know many of you are probably driving possibly but if not i want you to write it down i want you to write that one thing down and i want and, and we're going to focus on that as far as just changing that that thought process just changing that story can i try it really quick yeah so we're going to do that so i want to i want you to hold on to that write it down and and we're going to kind of uh, refer back to that as we go forward so I want to talk real quickly, and I don't want to get too technical on this because I don't want to bore you, of course. <laughs> but let's talk about emotional memory. It's the ability of the human brain to compare current experiences to the stored representation of prior experiences, and is referred to as pattern matching. At times, emotional memories are based on your previous experiences that led you to develop beliefs 
that may be contrary to your goals or interfere with them. So I'll give you a, a quick example on that one. Maybe you're in search of a, of a, uh, of a partner. You know, you're looking for a loving relationship. You're trying to connect with somebody. But if you have this underlying belief that you're unlovable or that you're flawed in some way, that's going to affect how you interact with other people. Because then, whether, you, whether it's con consciously or unconsciously, you, you avoid close contact with others because you fear rejection. And people, people struggle with this every day in, in all kinds of relationships. Um, so the emotional memory, again, has been, has been re reinforced over and over and over again. So let me talk about the most effective way to change emotional beliefs is change how you think about these emotions. Of course, emotions are vital. That you, you, most humans need emotions unless they're a uh, sociopath <laughs> or something like that. That 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 would not be good. But but as human beings, you have to have emotions. That that's part of being human. Now we can focus on on logic and trying to work things out. And, and you probably you all probably know people are very logical. They, they, they feel like they're unemotional or they feel like they're detached emotionally. They're just focused on logic. Um, and if you Star Trek fans, you know, Mr. Spock, just just take the Vulcan way, you know. <laughs> yeah, it is highly logical. <laughs> so so there has to be a balance between logic and emotion. So, so just getting to the point there. So you can change your emotional past, your emotional memory, by just changing your mindset, by changing the logic of it and saying, okay, I don't have to feel bad if I'm rejected by somebody because that's, that's a reflection more on them than you because you're not going to be liked by everyone all the time. And, and, and that's where the logic comes in. You can't expect something to be true. That will never be true anyway. So let me... Let me go through some, and I'm going to get a little bit more in-depth about these, these beliefs that hold you back. Because these are the things that we're going to tackle to enable you to move forward. Here's an example. It's hard to make money these days. If you feel like that, you're not going to push yourself. You're not going to challenge yourself to do the hard work because you've already set yourself up to say, it's too difficult. I can't do it. Um, Another one, relationships, relationships are too complicated. If you feel like that, even in your subconscious mind, you're, you're just not going to seek anyone out. You're not going to have, you're not going to be putting your best self forward to try and, and meet somebody to have a relationship. Here's a big one. Risk is dangerous. People are scared of taking risk. And, and I get it, especially if you're in a, if you're in a, in a job that you're making money and have benefits and insurance and 401k, things like that. And I go back to our last guest, Don. He quit that because he wanted to do something he was passionate about. And there is risk involved. It, it, if you never attempt anything new because you, you fear that you're going to fail, there's no chance to be successful. Risk comes along with it. So I will say you want to you want to minimize that risk. You want to look at that and make a wise choice about it. But the whole point is you have to take some risk and able to change. And then another one that you may be thinking is, I'm not like successful people. I don't have the personality. So, so as far as that one goes, maybe you're not comfortable conducting sales. Maybe you're not going to be out selling door to door. That's just not in your comfort level. But there are many other ways to be successful. And that's where you have to look at what your strengths are. 
Maybe your strength is to be more analytical and look at data, but you could still do that. You could still do that thing that you're passionate about and make a change and make a living. So your belief has impact on your expectations and assumptions. So, so I, I, and again, I want to go back and give you guys a, a, a something to, to think about as before we go into our in, into further podcasts on the subject. So I want I want you to take an honest inventory of your beliefs. And I, and, I, and I want you, after this podcast is over, I want you to write down three things that you believe about yourself that is flawed or incorrect. Now, that's hard to do sometimes because you have to be honest with yourself. You have to look at yourself and say, yeah, maybe I'm a little, uh, you know, maybe I'm a little introverted and, and I don't like that about myself. Or, you know, maybe, <laughs> let's go to the opposite way. Maybe I'm too, too much of an extrovert and people feel like I'm overbearing. So, and, and get feedback from other people and honest feedback. If, if people are close to you, hopefully they'll tell you the truth. <laughs> but sometimes it's hard to hear those things. Um, but I want you to write down three things that you believe about yourself that is flawed or incorrect. And in addition to that, I want you to write down three things about yourself that you feel like is accurate and true. So you're going to have two different lists, both with three things on it. One of, the, one of the lists is three things you believe about yourself that is flawed or incorrect and three things you feel is accurate and true. And what we're going to do, our next podcast, is we're going to start addressing those specifically. Now, again, everybody's going to have a different list, so it's not like we can hit on everyone individually for, for everyone. But we're, we're going to talk about how to address those, how to, how to reinforce the ones that are true, and how to change the ones that are not true. And that's what we're going to start on on our next episode. So join me on next episode, which will be Empower Your Mind for Success, part two. And this may go on, uh, and, and we'll, have to, we'll have to see where we get in that one, but this may go on to another part three, possibly even. So in the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind, I'll see you next time.